Willie Jumper. Thank you. Thank you, I do. My, mm-hmm. my jumper is Willie. Um, I, where, where, where are you? Uh, okay, I'm in the middle bedroom. Oh. Mm. Wow. That's, is that your usual, I mean, under normal conditions, that would be your usual recording, second recording studio. It's my second recording studio because, um, <laughs> as you know, we have very high ceilings in this flat. Um, and so I go to the place that's got the most soft furnishings to try and absorb some of the resonance. And I stick my head under a cushion. You can, it's very um, glam. You certainly can roll your R's, can't you? <laughs> Years of training, baby. Years of training. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. It's funny that you mention absorption because I've just uh, learned this morning that you can buy a vacuum cleaner for your windows, a condensation I... vacuum cleaner. Is it the Karcher WV26? <laughs> <laughs> With the lovely yellow handle. Brilliant thing, isn't it? No, I didn't, I didn't go into the uh, different kinds of models. I was just um, fascinated by the idea that you could have a vacuum cleaner to get rid of moisture on the inside of it. I guess you know all about moisture, though, don't you? I, I do. I, I had a, a moment at the beginning of the week thinking whether or not I should buy one of those. Um, and I came to the conclusion that uh, a squeegee, a <laughs> three ninety nine, We've synced up completely, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I decided a three ninety nine squeegee and some kitchen roll was probably a better investment. There you go. And it works an absolute treat. Mm. I need a solution, that's for sure. Um, well, I, I, I hope you've enjoyed my uh, my condensation tip. I uh, have. I loved your um, condensation tip. I'm going to think, I'm going to do, I, I was almost late for our conversation about condensation because I was... Um, <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I was doing because it because I was my deep. W- I was deep in a in a chamois towel, etc. Um, hole. Uh, I I was actually uh, very quickly squeegeeing all of the windows in the uh, in the dining room. We were totally doing this exactly at the same time. I reckon. <laughs> Different landmasses, same problems. Speaking of okay, finished. No, no. Speaking of moist, the word moist is that. Is that a thing that you're aware of in this country that people don't like describing cakes as moist? That the word the word moist makes British people, particularly English people, a little uncomfortable. No, it's okay. one of those uh, relatively new stupid things where people go, "Oh, I've got an ick about that word." It's like the word "dump." Right. I've heard. I've heard. I've never get described upset my cakes as moist or no, a dump. Dump. <laughs> No, but I was just, there are certain words that suddenly seem to have popped into uh, Ixville. Moist is a perfectly acceptable word. You can use it for cakes. You can yeah. use it for Okay. Walls. So you don't have, you don't share that. Uh, of course you don't. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I forgot to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I mean, it is too. It is actually, we don't have to pretend that it's the new year. That must, um, that feels good, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it's quite nice to be able to just be truthful with people. How many prime ministers do you think we're going to have this year? When I say we, I mean the United Kingdom, of course. The one we've got and then another one. You think so? Two, at least. I, I, I think so. I don't know that we'll get to a 2024 general election. I think it will probably require... A general election? A general election this year. Wow. I reckon so. What do you think? I don't really think about it too much, except if they perform, they meaning the Conservative Party. The, to- is it the Tory and Conservative parties, are they two different parties? No. Okay. No, no. Anyway, the... No, um, the, Tor- the Tories is the old is, is the old name. Conservative um, and Tories, uh, it's, it's the same, it's, the, it's different it's names just, for the same thing. I think Tories is what they used to be called historically, because you had the Tories and the... Oh, shit. What were the other ones called? They were the. It was the Liberal Party of the time. The Whigs. Is that right? Oh goodness! I was. I was just going to start oh. reading book titles from my shelf to help out, and one was the Unfeathered Bird. But clearly, that's not what the name of the um, this other party was. But Whigs sounds as crazy. So W H I G. Oh. So that was. Uh, so Whig and Tory members of two opposing political parties or factions. Uh, in England, particularly during the 18th century, religion, Whig and Tory were terms of abuse introduced in 1679. Um, Whig, <laughs> whatever its origin in Scottish Gaelic, was a term applied to horse thieves and to <laughs> Scottish Presbyterians. It connoted nonconformity and rebellion and was applied to those. Basically, it's the, uh, it's the 17th century version of um, socialist. So Whigs uh, became Labour... No, the Labour Party is something different. The Labour right, okay. Party emerges from the working movements in the late 20s? 19th, uh, 20s is, yeah, it, it, um, yeah, absolutely. 20s is when it pops along and it comes out of all that stuff that was happening um, with the education of the working man. Yeah, It's all very cool stuff. Um, label Tory has continued to be used to designate the Conservative Party. Whig has ceased to have much political meaning. Right. Well, clearly, I, I mean, I've heard of the word, but um, mm. the WHIG version. Mm. Um, yeah, I, if they perform, meaning they, the Tory party, if they perform very, very badly in the May um, local elections, I guess they are, then it's, it's possible that might um, precipitate a... I mean, it's more a case, it seems like the... I mean, I read something the other day, which this is not very interesting podcasting, but it, 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 I read something the other day where they were saying that the person was it was an opinion piece saying that the most likely thought this person's uh, the most likely situation was that Boris Johnson would come back as prime minister to diminish the size of the loss. Except it looks like he's on route to lose his seat, which just is mind-boggling, isn't it? Yeah. It's mind-boggling just how how much people change their minds. That's the thing. You know, also, God bless them for changing their minds. But Well, it's interesting that you say that because we've had conversations about politics before. (laughs) Shock horror for people who haven't been keeping up. Um, And we've we've been in that place where we've perhaps... You've said that perhaps you conflate UK politics with American politics, US politics, because you've... You feel slightly more up to speed with U.S. politics. Is that um, fair? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I, it, because it's hard to ignore in terms of how, 
you know the the various feeds if you live on the internet yeah yeah exactly not that i live on the internet but yes in terms of the people i follow and when i say follow i mean blogs and the newspapers i read and that sort of thing yeah so i was watching um a, a, a youtube channel called the good liars I don't know if you've ever come oh, across I've it. I've heard of it, but anyway. So left-leaning, liberal-thinking, white American men. But they do this thing where they turn up to, to Trump rallies. Um, and sometimes they stage what would be kind of like direct action, semi-performance art interventions. Um, but more often than not, they just interview people and do vox pops and sort of catch people in their own hypocrisy. There was a, a fervor, a fire, and a, a belief that I, I just don't think I ever see in the UK. I don't think the I don't think they're comparable in that respect. I, I'm you know that's pretty clear that the the fixedness uh, or the you know the, the the degree of polarization in the US is far worse than it is here. I th- I think because I my um my reading sources skew towards. Europe and um, and right. the UK. I don't really pay a great deal of attention to the United States beyond their cultural product, um, and their cultural product does not reflect their social demographic at all. Anyway, it's a particular yeah. type of white, white, white. No, I can't get right wing out because second of January. <clears throat> white wing, white wing, white wing works. Wine, wine. <laughs> so it's the second of January. It's the it, new year. It is. I want to ask you a question. Ah. Simon. Yes. Are you a New Year's resolution kind of a guy? I'm not, you know, which is probably disappointing from the, pers- the perspective of um, something to talk about. Although I, um, I, what I do each year, although this year it's funny, I had a, <laughs> because I, I mean, I do, I do yoga every day. And I am on my bike every day, but I don't really exercise the way I used to exercise. And so I thought about um, just yesterday. I thought, what? A, wouldn't it be a fantastic cliche to, um, to have a New Year's resolution, which was to take up exercise? <laughs> yeah, like start an exercise program, and then just see how long it might last. And um, and then I later in the day, I thought, fuck it. <laughs> it didn't make it past the end of 1st of January, nor did I start once. So that, that makes me very happy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I got to start running again at some point, but I don't want to make it part of a New Year's resolution because... Um, Why don't you wait until you're being chased by a pack of dogs? That would be a good time be, to start running because or I late t- for a train. I tell you what, if um, if you've been running and then you have to do that, it's a whole lot less stressful on your body. I'm just going to assume that the adrenaline's going to kick in and it'll be fine. Uh, you know what happens when you assume something. Um, and so I... I, I people trot out rubbish aphorisms at you is what happens when you assume something. Exactly. I love a, a rubbish... Well, that's hard to say. A rubbish aphorism. It's, it's harder, isn't it, um, articulating things early in the morning? So um, to go back to your question, yeah, so I did think about taking up exercise. But no, what I do is I write down three words for the year. And then I, when I, <laughs> oh no, this is going to be revealing. When I do my, I have a, like, a, like a weekly plan um, each week. <laughs> because at the end of the week, I do oh, a kind of. Of course you do. At the end of the week, I do a kind of a. 
a summer, like a reflection on what happened in the week, and then I, okay, and I could, what happens has to happen the following week, and then I, those three words are always at the top of that plan. So they they're sort of part of. They don't just disappear. If you understand what I mean, I understand. Can I ask you a question? And I don't want you to. Is this about Trello? Of, we'll get there, but not online. Um, <laughs> do you feel that? this has made you more mm, successful or productive? Or is it for your um, well-being that you keep lists in the way that you do? So it's definitely not because I want to be more productive. It's definitely not. I don't have any aspirations towards... uh, productivity um although i have had uh no question uh it's much more because i i I understand what my job is and i try and go what are the best conditions under which i can do my job or by which i can do my under which under which will do um and i know for sure that understanding what what it, what I should be spending my time on and only spending my time on that because if I'm doing for example writing writing requires writing is not something I can just conjure up it's something that requires deep thinking and uh, it's cognitively complex that I need I need space and time to do that I can't just squeeze it in between things because because if I just squeeze it in between things, I just end up writing the same stuff. I just spew out whatever's at the top of my head. It's it's not deep and complex work. And so that process is just a matter of going, here is the space in order for me to do my job as best I can. And also I really like that kind of writing. You know, if that's a part of my that's a big part of my job. <laughs> that's help. No, that's really helpful. It's not because, because I, I want to. I, it's not because I want to do more of it or be the best or anything like that. Absolutely not. I have very, very little motivation. Um, uh, I'm not motivated by in those sort of competitive ways. I'm much more motivated by um, uh, by the, the kind of the sort of my internal challenges of it. Really. Okay, because I I was starting to um, yeah just feel. Shit at life. I yeah, don't do any of those things. I'm sorry. It is also because when I, 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 yeah, I mean, I do have those moments when people ask me where it's um, about what I do, where I start to feel like I'm, uh, you know, I'll just say an outlier because people go, oh, how did you go about it? And then I start, and then you can see them, their eyes. I can't see your eyes now, but I imagine they start to go, oh, my God. You know, if I really got into what I do, it's a little bit, it is a little bit um, full on. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think I, I think I knew that it was a bit full on, um, because I have sort of seen you do it, and I, I, I live with, I think I live with somebody who is at the opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. Yes. In that this unnamed she, spectrum, it's a p- yeah, planedness, yeah, yeah. a spectrum of planning, no, yeah. a spectrum of organisation. Uh, I don't know. What I is... guess organisation. I mean, she, she sort of floats in a. In a soup of ideas. And she writes a lot. Yeah. An awful lot. And she reads uh, a she lot. reads yeah. widely and deeply. Yeah. And I'm often um 
one often I'm constantly humbled by her ability to um, just be interested in things because yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm just not interested in anything in the way that she is um, but there is absolutely no sense that it, for her to, um, to organize generate, that yeah yeah there is no sense that she wants to do that it's just she'll read and read and read and read and then all of a sudden I'll look in our shared um, sort of cloud drive, and there'll be something really interesting for me to read. And it's like, oh, look at Bob. She's been writing something good. So that's how, it, yeah. Yeah and, I don't, I, and, yeah, and I don't know how I would, um, I think, I don't, like I admire that in a way, but I think that I would, um, I think I just get a little bit too distracted by things. And so I would end up, so if I did, so the, the, the sort of the discipline, if I can call it that, is all the sort of structures uh, make it possible for me to be more playful and to have free time and to be stepping, like they give me, the, they're, they're kind of like, um, they're structures in order to be able to play. But no New Year's resolution, just three words. Three words, yeah, exactly. Do you, do you have you chosen your three words for this year? I have actually, but I think I'm going to change. There's just a. I'm not sure about them. I can tell you what they are. They're curious, actually. One, they're, they're curious. Given the the middle one is the one that I'm not sure about. Anyway, the first one is just is just simply mindfulness, and that's um. And when I look at them over the years, because of course I have uh, <laughs> what the words were when I've done them previously. It's one that's come up before, and it's something I'm. No question professionally, but also personally, um, very interested in in it conceptually, but also what that what it means in practice to be mm. aware of the passing of thoughts. And the third one is openness, and then the middle one is just is reading, and um, and that's why it's a bit weird because it's something I'm doing all the time. But I think I think it's easy for me to. Um, this is where it becomes a little bit. It feels a little bit resolution. Resolutionly, yeah, I get it. A little yeah, bit resolution like, like. Yes, it's a task. You must do more reading. Exactly. You, 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 you can't really say I must do more mindfulness. Exactly. Yes, I, I must do more openness because it, they are states, aren't they? Yes, it's, it's something that feels a little less able to be counted. So that's where I'm. Um, that's where I. I'm hesitating on that one. I don't have a set amount of time with which I must finish and complete three words. <laughs> Huge relief. Oh, my God. And do you? Of course. I have to ask the question. No. Do I look like the kind of person who has resolutions? No. I am. Um, do you I think they're the... very common? Like, do most people you know have... Uh, I, I... I have a couple of friends who are very resolutiony, and that you know that they're a bit. Um, I think sometimes people with New Year's resolutions are a little bit like um, they're like planets. They have a gravity, and they sort of pull you towards that way of being. And I remember thinking one year, "Oh, I wonder if I should be doing that. I wonder if I should be trying to <laughs> improve myself in some way." <laughs> but you do have those thoughts, don't you? You do not in resolution-like thoughts, but you do have the thought where you go, I'd like to be better at that. Oh, all the time. But I just find, I find years, whether they are mine, as in the day that I emerged on the planet, or whether they are, uh, you know, Western arbitrary, calendar. Yeah, yeah. 
I find them really unhelpful. Mm, they're super arbitrary, aren't they? Yeah, and I just I, I I think I I much prefer to follow things when I'm interested in them because if if something emerges like oh I'd quite like to get better at that or just doing it when I'm interested in it. I also think that saying to myself at the beginning of the year, oh, I really need to get this sorted out. I will not follow through on that. But is there, where's the, (laughs) is there a place, dear Lee David Miller, is there a place in your life for, let's say, discipline? Hmm. My immediate response is no. (laughs) And yet, it's because you read too much Foucault, right? No, I think it's because I know how I... I uh, you know, I went through a long period of being a very disciplined yoga practitioner. You sure did, actually. And I started to make my way through the Ashtanga series, and I got to the beginning of the third series. And if people For, don't know what those series are, the third series is... Is get, it's, it starts to get super, super complex. Like there, it's serious yogi shit, really, isn't it? It is. And I've only just so people, I've only ever been uh, uh, the times I've done Ashtanga, I've only ever been in the first series, uh, the primary series. No, it's super hard. And then I made my way through the the second series, which is progressively. It gets it's progressively knottier. It's knottier. It's more backbendy. So if yeah. you if you are not particularly back bendy if you and i'm not i'm a forward folder my body folds forward better than it bends backwards it's just the way it's been constructed so for me that was more of a challenge and then um the third series becomes and i'm and anybody who is a, a, a an ashtangi will go oh you're boiling it down a bit too easily but I will yeah, for all our, so. we've got some serious ashtanga listeners of course that's most they tend to gravitate towards us i don't know why but they do <laughs> third series gets quite arm balancey yeah, season three, season three coming, season three, season three of Ashtanga, yeah. 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 And I think that, so as you know, I, I, I was, I was practicing. I was going to three two-hour classes a week, and then practicing on the remaining days with a Saturday off myself for at least an hour. So discipline is something that when it's in my body... It's a lot uh, of condensation, by the way, listeners. Lee Miller is a very sweaty human being. There was a lot of serious (laughs) condensation on the inside of those windows and top It's true. I I cannot remember the last time I sweated that much. But um, (laughs) I I, had too much cheese the other night. I'm sure it was that night. (laughs) Discipline gets out of whack in my body. So it's, it's, it it kind of, I don't, I don't do well with that level of discipline. Sorry, what do you mean it gets out of whack? You don't do well? What do you mean? I mean that it is not, it's, it becomes undisciplined. Your body does? Or the discipline does? No, no, my, my, my approach to the world becomes undisciplined because I am, I am effectively, I, I... It's like you put all your eggs so, in one disciplinary disciplinary basket. Exactly. That there are none left so for focused, anything else. I become so focused on that thing that I don't pay attention. I, I stop being mindful of injury because I want to um I want to be successful in this posture. So I'll I'll cope with not just discomfort but pain. And so there is that sense that um yeah, 
So you asked the question, where does discipline sit for me? Was there and room for discipline in your life? Yeah. It's it, no, because it, 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 I have to be a little out of. <laughs> I just need to be undisciplined. But can you be? Can you have micro doses of it? My experience for me of being in the world is no. Wow. I get obsessed about things. I can't do I you, the lists that you you know the, the the way that you list in the world because <laughs> I keep a list. Yeah. Obviously I have a to-do list. But it's but just a to-do I, list. It's a to-do list and a long time ago I allowed myself the recognition that a third of the to-do list would be failed, ignored and just crossed out and not worried about. <laughs> What are you going to do today? I don't know, actually. I'm going to read. <laughs> and I'm not going to go for a run. Because Monday's not... It's Monday today, isn't it? It's for listeners. Right. We don't record no on the same idea. day. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's Monday. Uh, so I don't know. Um, nothing, nothing. I'm going to do some yoga now, actually. I'm going to put the oven on and I'm going to warm some of yesterday's bolche up. Uh, and then I'll probably have a shower while that's warming up. And then if the sun is shining, and I think it is, I'm going to go out for a nice walk. You're not going to bring your bike, take your bike down from the uh, from its beautiful position on the wall? No, because I'm very proud of that wall-hanging bike. It's quite good. Isn't it good? No, it looks great. It's great. Do you know what that's made out of? It's made out of a uh, the legs of a couple of IKEA oh, chairs. I've, I've, I've already told you. I've told you. I just guessed. Okay. I'm actually. Yes, I've told you before yoga. I think I'm going to buy um, some kind of cloth to wipe the windows down. Oh, like online rather than go out and buy one. Yeah, everything's closed. <laughs>